Coming to get you, Barbara. Good dare. A horror podcast. Brought to you by Big Baby Studios. Hello and welcome to this episode of Dead Air, a horror podcast. My name is Chris Costello and uh, for this podcast, I call myself a horror fanatic. What that means is I'm not an expert, but I'm really crazy about the genre. And uh, I'm joined by uh, two of my co-hosts. Please introduce yeah. yourself. So my name is Aaron. I am the fan, meaning, you know, I enjoy the horror films for how they make me feel. But I don't really delve deep into the theory and uh, <laughs> all the technicals of film because I ain't a film person. I'm just an enjoyer. I just passively <laughs> take it and make comments. And whether or not I enjoy it, yeah, I have something to say. But I know someone who actually does not enjoy horror films at all yet. First he of, is here. First of all, thank you, passive-aggressive co-host. <laughs> I am Miguel. I am one of the other hosts. I am, I know why I keep saying this. At the beginning, we started as me as the scaredy cat, but now I'm fine. I can watch <laughs> horror films. Now I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, uh, so that's us. And uh, we're here to introduce our next guest. Um, he's a he's a good friend. I'm really happy to have him on on the show. Um, he's uh, actually one of the very first people I ever thought of inviting on. I'm so happy that he's on. Not just because he agreed, but because he chose a really awesome film for us to discuss. Ooh. Um, so okay. uh, yeah, he's a he's a writer and he's a film critic. So let's say hello to Mr. Filbert D. Yay. Hello everyone. Uh, hello. Happy to be here. I guess. Yay. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much I'm, fun. I'm, I'm keeping up the brand, you know. Yes. 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 Exactly. Yeah, yeah, we get it. We get it. it. This yeah. is definitely. But deep inside, you're thrilled. <laughs> you can yeah. see it. You can see it on his face, though. He's, uh, he's mm-hmm. so happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> he's jumping up and down, like clapping. Guys, and I know this is a podcast, but just to describe the scene, Feels like rolling in grass. He's so happy to be with us. Yeah. Rolling yeah. in the grass. You know, yeah, like Jumping a puppy. up and down. Anyway, like yelling, yeah, yeah, dead air, dead air. That's what he's doing. But his mic's off. So. Like hair, yeah. Yeah, like hair oh, sorry, I was on mute. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 yeah. This is this is actually you can tell that this is actually uh the, the best day of his year so far. <laughs> Uh, it's so clear. <laughs> yeah, so far. Uh, it's going to be difficult top, top. to top this. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, speaking of that, this yeah. is actually um, this is actually our, our first uh, podcast uh, for our first episode for uh, 2021. It's pretty yeah. awesome. I, yeah. I actually haven't seen you guys in quite a while. Oh, you missed us. I did yeah. indeed. Yeah. I haven't seen Filbert in like 11 years. So I actually met you Same. a long time ago. Wow. I'd say wow. 11 years. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. 11 years, so. It's been a while, what, what, what event was that where you guys met at? 11 I years ago? Know. Was that Kubao Expa? I don't know. Like, I don't Most know. likely Magnet, no? <laughs> Probably. Uh, Probably Magnet. So. Not even not even Mogwai, or I guess Magnet. That dates <laughs> all of us in this pod. I yeah, know. It does. Magnet BGC. Yeah. That's been gone <laughs> for a while. For a while. Uh, you know, <laughs> rest in peace. R.I.P. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so, so thanks uh Everyone, so nice to see you all again. Yeah, so so nice to Ditto. see you, Phil. Um, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Nice <laughs> to see you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's let's get this thing going. <laughs> yeah, let's get this thing going. Okay, awesome. 
Thank you for coming on, Phil. Um, one of the first questions we ask uh, for for our guests uh, on on the on the pod is uh, is uh, what was your horror origin story? We're really interested in hearing uh, how you discovered the the genre um, in, uh, in any form it came in. So I was a kid in the '80s, and like every '80s kid, we were taken out to video rental stores, mm-hmm. and uh, horror films have amazing covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if I can tell you what my first. A horror film was. I can tell you that. Uh, well, it was probably Ghostbusters, like every other kid my age. <laughs> yeah. If you count that as mm. a horror movie, but yes, they were fighting ghosts. But it wasn't long after that that it was the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Uh, mm. And uh, I think the fir- the first the first horror film that I really thought like, oh, this is incredible, was uh, the Thing. Was John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh yeah. Oh no, nah, oh, I have yeah. to watch that. Yeah, yeah. Chris has mentioned it so many times. There's I a know. scene where a head falls off and then like spider legs come out of the head, and I was like, "Oh, this is the greatest movie of all time!" <laughs> wow, that's very right, close to my experience it. of that movie. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> how when you say long ago, like how how old were you when you uh, when you first no, discovered I, it? Like like really young or really pre-teen? young, too too young to be watching horror yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know. Uh, your parents leave you alone, and the Betamax is there. Oh yeah, <laughs> mm. I, uh, you can that, watch everything. Yeah, that, that's really that's really funny when you say yeah. The, the, I never really thought of that. Yeah, the 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 covers are so enticing. Like one of the very first horror films I saw was the was the stuff. Have you heard of that stuff? Uh, no, I don't know. It's like this really old, like really like I don't know if it's sixties or seventies movie about like. It's just like a giant blob that just goes bigger and bigger and bigger. It's like green and stuff. And it's fantastic uh, uh, cover art. And uh, I, I think you you hit the nail on the head, you know, like when you see all this like really intricate, creepy ass art on, on VHS. Actually, for my part, is it's more Betamax, actually. Yeah, now, now that's it was Betamax really for me too. That's really dating myself. Uh, I, as you can see, as you can hear, were, my were, co-host is giggling. Because she never started the same time, Chris. They came out at the same time. It's just that one was chosen over the other. Ah, yes, 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 absolutely. Mm. Uh, So yeah, so uh, yeah, we had a bunch of uh, we had a very nice uh, video rental store, and it had it was that uh, shelf I'd always go to. So it's the thrillers, the horror. It's just so the covers are so great. Yeah, so that's 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 pretty cool. So um, what um, what 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 uh, aside from the thing, what what other um, seminal horror films do you watch when you were young? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I watched because I watched everything. It, it's really whenever I think back to uh, whenever I think back to that era, there are just a few scenes that stick out to me. There's that one scene. Uh, so no. So there is there is the thing that, again that head mm-hmm. indelible. Uh, there's that one nightmare on Elm Street where there's a deaf kid and then his hearing aid turns into Freddy Krueger's claws. I don't remember wow. what that is. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, the the Carpenters, the West Cravens, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, of course, uh, which isn't nearly as gory as people think it is. But <laughs> it's there. Mm. Uh, and uh, ooh, uh, I I really like Rosemary's Baby. Oh. I, I when I saw it, I thought I think that may be one of the first films where I thought, oh, this is oh this is what art horror is. It, it was the dream sequence, wasn't it? Yeah, and then uh, you know, but I don't watch that movie anymore. Yes, because yes, yes, of course. Why? Why? Because uh, of uh, the director. Roman Polanski, yeah. oh. the convicted rapist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's hard. It's very hard. That's a very you know one of the big topics in, in enjoying art is like how how you separate the the creator from the work of art. It's it's really difficult. My, uh, my you, you can't is, talaga. Eh. Yeah. No. Well, ahead, my though. approach is that like 
I don't have to cling to old filmmakers because there are new films. Yes. A lot. Love it. I like Love that it. philosophy. I like it. Yeah. Out with the old, in with the new. Uh, I, I like good. that. I absolutely like that as well. Um, mm. I, I really, do. Aaron, even enough. Even what? some young filmmakers now. Oh, I know where you know what? Was going. Here's, here's you're, you're, the thing. You're all, you're all in, you're into whatever work you're doing now. Here's the thing. If you are really, <laughs> if you are really a good filmmaker, then your learning never stops and you can only get better. So if you're young, mm. young you can yeah. learn more and get Grabe. better. Yes. Right? Yes. All right, oh, all right. I'll take that. See? Oh, but genuinely, when I saw Hereditary, I thought, okay, I don't want to, I don't need to watch Rosemary's Baby anymore. Mm-hmm. Ah. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Right, right. So, so yeah. So you so say you'll never watch uh, Rosemary's again. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. I get it. it I totally get it. Yeah. I totally get it. I, I must admit, I would have a hard time doing that, even though I absolutely 100% mm-hmm. agree with your sentiment. I would have a hard time not watching yeah. cl- classics. Mm. But uh, yeah, even no, uh, no, like Woody Allen stuff. Parang yeah, well, Woody Allen, yeah, I've, like, that one I've stopped. <laughs> especially no, yeah, but especially when uh, the stuff came out, and then when you rewatch his other stuff, parang oh, creepy shit. as fuck, dude. parang <laughs> creepy talaga from the parang <laughs> this guy's been telegraphing his intent yeah, for a while ever now. since. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. just so repetitive his themes. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> well, real life. His themes, I meant like his themes of like just wanting yeah. young women. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank God we have fictional people. horror. Yeah. Anyway, that helps us deal with real horror. Exactly. Exactly. What a what a perfect segue there. <laughs> <laughs> so so now 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 we're there. Um, Phil, what, okay. what movie did you bring for us today, and why did you choose it? Yeah, I picked 2005's uh, The Descent, directed by Neil Marshall. Uh, uh, I chose it because I think there is actually like a feeling now, a, a sense, a sense that like it is considered one of the best horror films of the 2000s. Like oh. it's become like a like kind of a modern classic uh, among devotees of the genre. Uh, mm. But I I just chose it because I really like that film. I remember seeing it all in the theaters when it first came out here, mm. uh, not knowing anything about it, not knowing that Neil Marshall directed it, and uh, getting excited when I saw his name. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah. uh, I remember, I, I just have such a strong memory Why of that were you, experience. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Why were you excited to see his name? Was it because of Dog Soldiers? Yeah, what did you know because him for? Of dog yeah. Soldiers. Dog because soldiers. of Dog Soldiers. Because of Dog Soldiers. Because like, oh, okay, this isn't going to be… Because uh, like we were, uh, I was I was with my girlfriend and we were just like looking for some film to watch and uh, mm. we generally thought it was going to be like oh a very standard like uh, horror movie uh, where uh, around that time it, we get a lot of horror movies in the Philippines a lot of low budget stuff yeah. a lot of it the same a lot of it like just really low budget boring kind of like mm. uh, ah I I shocked mm-hmm. you kind of things. yeah and then uh, uh, like I remember also there were a group of like Korean boys. Who were watching it in the theater, and they were they were hmm. really they were really rowdy at the start, and then when <laughs> things started happening, <laughs> they, so I heard a scream, and then like for after like a point, they were just quiet for the entire movie. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, it, I, I totally get that reaction. This is really such a good movie. It's, not. it's just a, yeah. such a good movie and a great example of what the genre can do. I think fantastic. Agreed. I'm so happy you chose this. I'm telling you, I've been. Talking about this film to, uh, internally to everyone here for ever since we started. Yeah, it's my and, first time seeing it. Yeah, and so that's, that's another perfect segue, by the way, because I wanted to ask uh, <laughs> Aaron to give us a quick summary about what the film is. And uh, I wanted to do that because uh, she watched the film today 
And yeah. uh, she gave us a running commentary <laughs> yes. on our on our group, and it was so much fun. Uh, just uh, hearing, hearing. I mean, just finding out what was going through her mind. So yeah. So why don't you give us a quick uh, summary, Erin? All right. So um, the summary is there. There's this barcada of chicks, and um, they. It starts out with them uh, rafting or something like that, and then they had to go home after they had fun. They had to go home, and then the husband of one of the girls, the blonde chick. What's her name? Sarah. 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 Okay. Sarah. Yeah. The husband of Sarah picks them up with the kids and like they're on their way back and he's he's acting kind of weird and then they get into an accident and he dies because sharp objects just go through his head and kill him yeah. in a car. So, in a car accident. Yeah, in yeah. a car accident. So her whole family's dead except her and that's the start of the movie. Wow, that's <laughs> the, the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> because the title comes in after all of that. After she's in the hospital, yeah. she finds out her whole family's dead. That's when the title comes in. Mm. So um, the Barcada decides, you know, we got to do something for Sarah. Why don't we do a little cave stuff? Let's do some caving. Mm. And then they're like, oh yeah, let's go. Oh, it's a big, fun Barcada caving thing. But then they have some Pasaway feeling tigas girls in the group that are like, oh, that's the tourist cave. We don't want to go there. We want to do some adventure. And so the leader, Juno, who's super hot, she was like, mm. all right, we're going to do these caves. And then they go through a cave and find out pala, that Juno has been taking them on this adventure in an unvisited, undiscovered cave because she wanted mm. this discovery for all of them. And then because... They don't know the way. They don't have the book. They don't have the map or anything like that. They get lost. And the first instance mm. of horror that I see is when Sarah gets stuck. They have to go through this really thin, narrow, like, tunnel. Hole. And as in yeah. this hole. As in your whole body yeah. is just squeezed into that hole. And Sarah gets stuck. And she can't move. And she's panicking. So they're like, oh, it's okay. Mm. It's fine. How do you get a lemon to orgasm? I don't understand why she had to make that joke, but whatever. Tickle the citrus. Tickle the citrus. And then the cave caves in. And then they find out, oh shit, we don't know where to go. So all this weird stuff happens. Like they, they don't know the way. They're, they're, mm. They find old, um, old rappelling, yeah. Yeah. climbing shit everywhere. And they're like, what the hell? So they're trying to find a way out. And then suddenly, <laughs> these <laughs> creatures are in the cave. That one totally caught me off guard. I was like, "Did you not this know it was hard. a monster movie?" No, uh, I thought it was. I thought it was a caving, like uh, like, like one hundred twenty-seven like, hours yeah, type yeah. of yeah. cut off the arm kind of thing. That's what I thought was gonna happen. Yeah, that, that was the best part of when <laughs> you were like messaging us today. When you're like, yeah, yeah. "What the fuck? <laughs> Isn't real life horror enough? Why are these monsters?" Here? I was even sending voice notes when the monster starts growling at them. I was like, "What the fuck is this, man?" As if this caving nightmare isn't bad enough. So, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for everyone, but it turns to shit, basically. And, oh, and we find out that Sarah's friend Juno has not only been sleeping with the husband who is dead, but they fell in love. Juno was a bitch. She's worse. She's bad. I thought she was Tigas and she was so cool killing the monsters. She's a bitch to her friend. Well, we'll get to that later, but justice for Juno. But... (laughs) 
<laughs> Hashtag justice may for May, may mga Juno team rules. Juno, may mga hindi, yeah. <laughs> the, thank you for that. That was a really, really good uh, summary that kind yeah. of approximated uh, yung feeling namin when you were messaging us today. <laughs> um, I yeah. think it's perfect the way that uh, you explained it because uh, I think jumping into this with a blind is really the best way to watch yeah. the film. I, uh, I think that's nothing. how yeah, that's how you experienced it. I know, I know that's how you experienced it, Phil. That's how yeah, I yeah. experienced it as well. Like, I just thought, mm. I like you, I really thought it was like some sort of nature horror thing. They get lost, they get trapped, and they probably like, you know, turn on each other, some Lord of the Flies shit, and then mm. try to, you know, survive. And but I was no. like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, how about for mm. you, Miguel? Like, because uh, you kind of knew it was a monster movie. How did you... Did that take away? Did that surprise take away from your enjoyment? I feel it might have. Like, I know you've discussed this movie before. And as is my habit, uh, I cannot... As a, okay, fine. As the resident scaredy cat. Once in a while, I'd Wikipedia the movie's plot before getting into it. Just Ooh. to gauge. <laughs> all right, all right. I know, I know. I deserve it. I deserve any loss of joy that I get. <laughs> what I'm saying, you know, parang, it just like, you know, just to ready myself. So... I did not Wikipedia this, but I knew for some reason that it was a monster movie. So I was waiting for that to happen. But I didn't realize still, I forgot the fact that it was, they were also in caves, which just adds another <laughs> layer of like, yeah. you know, I, parang caves being underground, small space, small dark spaces are enough to freak me out. And then meron pang dagdag. monster pa. So, yeah. Like, parang, and then while I was watching it, I was appreciating it for the other stuff. Like, you know, oh shit, it's like a, you know, women dynamic, women friendships, relationships thing, and other stuff. Oh, I guess we'll. Oh, wait, actually, which leads me to my question to Phil, and maybe Chris can also pitch in. Like, parang, you chose this film, Phil, because you said it's one of the more seminal or one of the more important uh, movies of the genre in the past decade. What makes that movie, what makes this movie that? Like, what did it change or what did it, how did it redirect the genre or how did it reform our understanding of the genre for you? Uh, if, if we're talking about it in those terms, uh, that's a little more complicated. Yeah. Although, ah, because okay. um, it's… Um, I can handle I don't, just kidding. No, I don't know, I don't know like uh, its specific influence on other filmmakers. I know filmmakers love it. I know like, mm. I know that they're like, uh, they really get down into the technical details of it, how it was shot. Ah. It's all on set and stuff. Okay. Like, uh, but like, uh, even when you look at the discussion about this film online, a lot of it is about that, about how this doesn't just feature, this isn't just a film that has a final girl. It is yep. a film that doesn't just have a strong female protagonist. It's all of its characters mm. are females. All it passes the yeah. Bechdel test in 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, mm. ten, and in 10 minutes, there are no more male characters mm-hmm. after, yeah. after a point. And it's just women. And yeah. they're, all, they're all strong. They're all capable. We see them mm. all like uh, uh, dealing with these. I mean, they have interpersonal problems. Mm. Uh, it's not like they're not all just saints. It's all uh, that like that. That feels that feels important. It feels like when people look back, when people look back at the decade of horror, they, they're gonna mm. see this film stand out just for for the most simple thing, which is just mm. having female characters as its lead. Yes, yeah. totally agree. Cool. Yeah. I think. Uh, I I, uh, I I my experience because with with uh, with the descent is I uh, I was a huge film a uh, huge fan of horror growing up I kind of lost lost uh, interest after a while uh, maybe in my mm. like late teens early twenties and 
then uh, you know the ring came in re you know reignited my fire for my love for the genre and then it kind of petered out after a while when everything was just asian horror asian horror and then this came along i saw this much later i thought about maybe about two or three years after it came out so like 2007 2008 um, and it just blew me away, and I just fell right back in love with the with the genre. And uh, and uh, it, it's because uh, for for me, because it's like uh, it's it's all of that. Like besides being so scary and so so uh, you know tightly uh, constructed, it was really the characterization of the the the, the characters for me that really made it mm. special. Like like all of the women. Well, aside from the fact that all women, that in itself is like it's it's just so different. And then mm. I, I just really appreciated it. Um, it's just I, I really loved how how they were written, like, and then like all the characters were really true to how like how they are, you know. Like there was a uh, Sarah, si <laughs> there's Sarah who's like <laughs> driven by fear, about like she was just like yeah. she's just like I have to conquer this fear after my family died, and then now and then she's being told like you know the worst thing happened to you, you have nothing to fear anymore. <laughs> so she's like ah oh, fuck it, okay, so I'll just be strong. And then you've got Juno who's like the daredevil. And then she wants to take risks, mm. and so she all all her decisions are very risky, you know. So it's very consistent. Mm. And you have like the the young one of the one of the sisters, the, the the med student. She's the one who mm. who diagnoses what they're fighting because she's like you know because she has the science background, so she's the one. So it's really it's really cool um, um, mm. how how they how they did that. And then um, even with uh, who's her best 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 friend? Was it Beth? Beth, yeah, yeah. Like I Beth. loved her relationship. With Sarah, like her whole thing was being protective over Sarah, right. and that really carried out mm. so, so throughout every all her actions in the film. So that's why I love some love about this movie so, is is the fact that everyone had a purpose. You know, they they weren't just mm. cannon fodder. Because, like for example, like you know, when when you see yeah. a, a large group in a horror film, you're like, okay, they're gonna get picked off one by one by one. Yeah. So you know who's the cannon fodder, who's gonna die quickly. But I felt like all, all of them were really well written and and uh yeah, it just added so much more texture to 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 the film itself. Aside from it being scary was the was the interpersonal mm-hmm. relationships, which I really, really enjoyed. Especially yeah. that reveal about the Juno and the her uh, her cheating on uh, I got mad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that no, was that, so that's pissed. It. Yeah, it's it's something we should really discuss because it's an integral part of the film. Yeah, and I'm what interested in our different that? reactions. Yeah, why? What's your Sorry, reaction, Miguel? Uh, like, uh, like, and obviously, I'm not gonna say this is canon, or I'm not gonna say my feelings are right about this. But I had some some sympathy for uh, Juno. Like, yes, in many ways, she's a selfish person and makasarile, which is something I despise. But also, it didn't seem like it was a fling. It seemed like his death of the her her best friend's husband's death, who she was having a, an affair with, also marked her. Like she also has a line. Uh, some uh, she also had a line that she said to one of the other friends, like, uh, "We all lost we something, something that day. Yeah, we all lost something. Yeah, we all lost <laughs> something that day. Yeah. So it was obviously affect. She was also affected, and but um, even the way she lived out her life after that, or even, but was also a reflection of. Her loss at that point. I'm not overly siding with this adulteress. <laughs> like, this adulteress. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not, but I'm just, I just feel some sympathy even when she accidentally does that other thing. Like, it's I don't okay. want to, we can, I guess we can, we can spoil it. Yeah, when she accidentally puts up kills big, big axe through, yeah, kills her, the other Kabargada because she was taken by surprise. She, she didn't do it on purpose. She was just like, you know, right before that, she had a badass moment killing uh, off all these monsters. 
And then she got caught by surprise, turned around, and out of re- out of her reflex, parang uh, killed her friend, which was that a super was sad incredible. Moment. It was incredible. Yeah. And how the reckoning happened later on was also incredible. Like that friend survived and not long enough to tell Sarah on to tell to tell to tell Sarah about Juno. Parang yun yung, that's how it closes that loop. But it was very. It was like for a horror, para in this movie na was horrifying. There were monsters. It was claustrophobic. Para there's this moment of genuine humanity. Na parang oh my god, not our, not not only are they battling these monsters, they're also you know battling their human. Para meron the human element, and they were also like figuring out their emotions and how they were feeling about each other. Galing yeah. then. How about All on right, the flip I side, this movie. Aaron? <laughs> how about how about yeah, you? How, on, how, how do you enjoy uh, Juno's yeah. Juno's character? Me. Yeah. Bad friend. Go for it. Bad friend. <laughs> That's my comment. Bad. And even this Beth. Hi, you knew this whole time and you didn't tell Sarah. Bad. You guys are like too far. They have issues. As a yeah. Say for me, if that but, happened, get rid of the guy. Mm-hmm. Like, ah. He's bad. Like, I know he died, right? But I mean, yeah, be yeah, mad yeah, at yeah. him too. You know what I mean? See Sarah. No, but like, I think- but I think yeah. Beth caught it during the the what? But she only realized it yata during when the white wall, like the day thing, he died, the, the raft thing. Yeah, yeah. Ah, the day he. Parang died. dun lang niya. All right. Yeah, pa, I, that, right. That's how I. That's how I. That's how I. That's how I read it. That's how I read mm. it. I'm not sure. How, how about you, Phil? It's very what, good. What What's your take on on the whole Juno situation? Because uh, I mean, because there was a a really big uh, decision point that was made towards the end that kind of brings mm. this whole thing together. Now, so was that justified, or what? What are your feelings on that? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I think it, it I I think of it in how it serves the story, and it really mm-hmm. does serve serve the story well. This whole thing is really a journey to uh, a journey, uh, Sarah's journey into madness. It's her going, mm. deciding like mm. uh, in order to survive, she has to be she she has ruthless. to go crazy. She has to be ruthless. She has to be she she literally has to be crazy. This is I mean, this is how this movie mm. ends with her yeah. trying to cope with her terrible situation by escaping yeah. into a escaping into a fantasy. Uh, but no, oh, I, I yeah. the thing is like I really love Juno as a character. I, just, I love mm, Juno. I she's mean, cool. love her. I love her, but she's she's so flawed. I mean, like let's not take that away from the. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, so oh, I sure. agree with yeah, you no. there, Aaron. No, but I love yeah. Juno as a character. She's so well written. Uh, she's so sure. and like it's awesome that uh, she's like uh, not white. Yes, too. she's Filipino. Yes. Like, that's just a thing. And Natalie Mendoza is yeah half Filipino half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, no. That the whole thing is like, uh, I, 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 you realize throughout the movie that like Juno is doing the wrong thing all the time. Like she is mm. leading oh. them down a bad path. Yep. But I still mm. like her, and uh, you yeah. know, that's the kind. That's, I guess like if I knew her in real life, I wouldn't like her. But in <laughs> yes, in the yes, function yes. of a movie, <laughs> yes, exactly. She she feels like she feels real. But also, mm-hmm, yeah. even even as she leads them down this terrible path, yeah. But, well, but yeah. I, what I, what I, what, what, why I said in a hashtag uh, justice for Juno is because also, like at the very end, you know, like she refused to leave without Sarah, so she had her own, yeah, you know, redemption moment, um, which does ultimately doesn't work out well for her. Right. But uh, but you know uh, that's why it's like so amazing because like how spoilers for the descent to Chris there's uh, yeah I know there's <laughs> soft the, just no, say it the descent to never happened so I don't yeah, know what yeah. you're talking about ah. okay so wait so so, <laughs> so both bad. of you this so you you guys dislike it the descent to 
Um, yeah, yeah, it's like it. You there know, are things ab- there are things about it that are good, but its existence okay. is bad. Its existence oh. is bad okay. because it kind of negates the whole negates one. the whole one. Yes. Ah, that yes. sucks. Oh, uh, so it's like the no rise of the what's that bad Star Wars movie that negates Last rise Jedi. of Skywalker. <laughs> Sorry. Shout out um, to all the people who are with me on that. <laughs> yeah. So there is the, the descent too, and uh, Juno is still alive at the beginning. Yeah, I read about oh, that. So, so yeah. So 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 yeah. But but uh, galing ni Juno. Sorry, not to overshadow Sarah, who's also a great character. Yes. And not to overshadow Fantastic. all the yeah. Parang si Juno nga is such a flawed. Like, she's so human. Like parang she's something. She she's so lived in. She, she, I can totally believe a person like her exists. And I can mm-hmm. totally believe being a friend with that sort of person and also being so mad at a person like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, all right. You know. See, I, yeah, I, I, uh, I just feel so bad for her. <laughs> like, yeah. I want it because this, this film, this film is difficult for me because it's one of my all time favorite horror films. Absolutely no question. But like, yeah, spoiler again, the film is mm. incredibly bleak. Like it's so yeah. bleak. Um, yeah. At some points, you want like a few wins, you know, like ah, oh, just give me one win, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's just so bleak. Like no one gets any. You know, happy I ending. didn't <laughs> see it that way so much. Sure. Oh, no, yeah. Aaron. Because, parang I don't know the way it ended. I know she's like stuck and and mm-hmm. shit like mm-hmm. that. But it's also. You you root for her because like you you realize how strong she's gotten after sure. everything that she's yeah. done and then yeah. she just got more and more and she's the only survivor and then the bite zooms out and she's all alone mm-hmm. and parang she's just like ready mm-hmm. for, uh, for yeah. stuff I, so I got can, that you can kind of yeah I totally get that reading of it too that like she's she's just like at the point where like no I'm still gonna continue I'm not giving up. You know As in, I mean? throw anything at me now because I'm fucking ready. That's how sure. I got it. Like, yeah. okay, That's a very positive reading of, of that film. And I, I like mm. that because for yeah. me, my reading is so pessimistic. So it's so hard for me to watch because I feel so bad for her. Like this this film, like Miguel, when he finished watching it, he just messaged us saying, <laughs> so uplifting. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, so, uh, I have a soft spot for movies that end badly for everybody. Like, parang, you know, parang any movie that totally erases hope. I kind of, and there's a part of me that, oh, damn, that was so good. It was so, that movie was so painful to watch. So good. But, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm one of those people who like stepping up to the edge of an abyss and just looking in. And parang, those are, that's the kind of movie that is. Parang, huh, parang you have to deal with that sort of thing once in a while. Parang, puta, there's no way out. Anyway, I'm genuinely yeah, not sure if it, it's. I'm not sure if it's horror. <laughs> if I'm not sure it's yeah. horror if it has a happy ending. It's yeah. like yeah, I, I feel like that. some yeah. of it has. There has to be. I mean, that's why like a lot of bad horror movies end with a happy ending. But then yeah. at the very end, there's a stinger where there's like ah, the ghost is actually still there. Mm-hmm. Ah, the monster yeah. it comes out yeah. of the grave. I I think it's yeah. more honest to just have a horror movie that ends like ah, no, nobody won. We lost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, with, yeah. With all your hopes and dreams dashed. Like Cabin in yeah. the Woods, guys. That's why I love that movie. <laughs> so I watched this film again uh, the other day because I have a Blu-ray copy. It's the first time I ever opened my copy 
uh, mm. to watch it. Uh, there's a there's a reason why I'm mentioning it. Though. It's because at mm. the end, I was like, God, it's such an incredible movie. I still love it so much. Mm-hmm. And then it's still so bleak and affecting. Yeah. So I, I scrolled yeah. the special features. And then there was a blooper reel. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> of the descent. Great, of the yeah. descent. And then like all their, what a great flub, yeah, yeah. All their, fli- their flubs mm-hmm. and like all their mistakes. And that's why I also said that uh, video of, of the, the creature like dancing. Yeah. Because uh, you're just like, okay, so it's just, it's just the movie, guys. Yeah. And then like, it takes you out of that, you know, depressing world. And you're, you realize that, you know, the actors are still safe. They're fine. They even showed the, literally the last shot of how they made it with a little girl with a cake. And then, and then oh. how they pulled out. And they pulled and they her grabbed, out. They grabbed the girl. Out and then and they they call mm. cut and the little girl is still there. It's really incredible. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I I don't. Uh, if if I had saw the, saw that immediately after I saw the descent the first time, I'd be like, oh, it's horrible. I didn't mm. want to see this. Takes <laughs> me out of my experience. But like watching it again, when I kind of, it's you know, it's twenty twenty, and I need a little hope in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a nice surprise. So I. I I yeah. recommend checking out the blooper reel for the descent. <laughs> I hope it's on YouTube. I'll, I'll look for it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I probably. But I like that. I like I like the way it ended. Because parang the, the feeling I got from Sarah was mm. parang, Sige pa! Sige pa! Like that. Like, mm. parang, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's actually interesting. Because what, what, what I, part of what I like about this movie is that the monsters aren't actually the villains. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. uh, the monsters are threats, certainly, but like yeah. it's the humans that have invaded their home. Too. Yeah, and it's, it's sure. their interpersonal relationships that are actually putting them in danger. Because as we see, they are capable women who can beat up uh, these cave monsters. Yeah, or their yeah. pride also got them into the situation. Oh my! Yeah, it, actually, no. nagulat ako na if one thing surpri- if the fact that this was a monster movie didn't surprise me. What surprised me was that and dami pala lang monsters. Like you think it's just one creature? Oh, yeah. like, Fuck, dami pala. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sh- oh my god, there's a lot. But again. That first shot when they showed the monster when it was like super a, yeah. far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, so what good. the fuck is this shit? That's <laughs> the point when I was like, what the fuck? Dude. Apparently, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Phil and Chris, but if I remember the IMDV, but I think even the women didn't know at, until that like the actors didn't oh, know shit. until that point. I did not. I read that. That really? it was a monster movie. Like they thought they were in a, you know, a psychological movie. I don't know if I'm right. Uh. Like, I know. But it's on IMDb. What I read yeah, was wow, I no they idea. did not show the actors what the ah. creatures look like. Mm. So that yes, when they yes. see them, it's a it's genuine reaction. Sure, ah, sure, yeah, sure. yeah. And that was the shot talaga, yung from afar oh. and lit by the headlamp lang. Galing yan. Galing din yan. All right, I love this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. I'm so happy you said that, even it's though you probably decided. don't mean it. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it. I appreciate it a lot. Is what I mean. <laughs> Galinga. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 Phil, what I want really want uh, one of the few questions I really want to ask you because, uh, like, I mean, like horror in general gets a really bad rap. Um, you know, mm. um, they don't. I, I think a lot of people don't really legitimize it. Um, mm. You know, people mock Get Out when it was nominated for the Oscar. Aww. Um, a whole bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so like, uh, you are one of the very few uh, film critics that I know is mm-hmm. really in love with the genre. Like, uh, is that, uh, is mean, that no, rare? That, I mean, that's not true. I mean, uh, I, I think… 
I think horror fans do, do have this inferiority complex, uh, this persecution complex. Like, mm. uh, absolutely, uh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, horror is well regarded. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just not like generally awarded things. Sure. But mm. uh, but yeah. Uh, I, 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 so wait, what's what's the question really? No, what my question was. Uh, well, well, you kind of negated the question because you said that uh, it's it's not really a a thing. But my my real question was really like, uh, are are you uh, is this rare for for people in your profession to really enjoy the genre? No, I mean, if you if you, uh, I think I think there is a there is a class of horror movie that doesn't get talked about, but like uh, like there and they shouldn't be talked about because they're terrible. It's like I, I've seen mm-hmm. more horror movies probably than uh, mm-hmm. most people now because uh, there was that point in Philippine cinema where every week they just released a new direct-to-video horror movie. Sure. So, and I saw all those and I saw them. And like, clearly, mm-hmm. um, there is a lot of horror movies are being made under this, like, under uh, this assumption, under this, like, uh, uh, umbrella of, like, productions that are just, like, they, they cost very little. You can put interesting box art on them and then people are going to see them. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of those films are terrible. There are some gems in there. But like uh, for the most part, uh, you shouldn't. They don't. They aren't. They don't merit talking about. Like horror is in a mm. new place now, yes, and uh, a lot absolutely. of the same people. I mean, uh, I, I I am now of the again. I am of the generation that grew up on uh, renting video, right? And uh, we're all of the age now where we're, we're we are leading the discussion on horror. So all of us who grew up with uh, with on uh, in the states blockbuster here, ACA. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we're 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 all talking about uh, uh, how great John Carpenter was. Uh, John Carpenter mm-hmm. is revered now. Wes Craven is revered. Mm-hmm. Uh, even mm-hmm. Toby Hooper, like yes, absolutely. Even to- even Toby Hooper, even Stuart Gordon, yes, has, mm-hmm. has a real following. And you know, uh, I, he he doesn't make a class of film that would ever be talked about in high critical circles. But yeah. there is a critical reckoning with these films with the craft that goes into them. Uh, and now you know we have kids like Ari Aster and 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 um, yeah all Robert these respect Eggers. Robert Eggers these respectable horror directors mm-hmm. and uh, I think the funniest the funniest thing I've heard is there are horror fans who resent this high art horror thing because they feel like mm, horror sure, yeah. is better was better when it was hidden Shock. yeah better like it's the horror, the horror that they connect to isn't this like artsy hereditary midsummer kind of feel. Yep. Uh, you, you, mm. If you listen to enough horror podcasts, you'll you'll run into these people, and it's like really yeah, we will run into these people. They're closer yeah. than you think. Yeah, so, well, there. Mm. It's it's kind of uh, to me, it's infuriating. It's just like uh, there's mm. there's all kinds of horror. You're you're allowed. It, it can be high. It can be low. It's fine. It's fine. Mm. It's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not saying love. it's not yeah. horror. <laughs> I'm not. That's not my words. It's just a preference thing. It's, it's just, just a preference. absolutely sure, a sure. preference. Absolutely a preference. Yeah, 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 sure. What's your preference though, Phil? Do you have one? Or are you just just blanket like you just love the genre? It's I mean, I just love good films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think if we get caught up in trying to define what is horror, what isn't horror, mm-hmm. when we can just mm-hmm. be talking about why you connect to a certain film, and that could be purely mm-hmm. aesthetic, that could be technical, or it could be personal. And that's fine. That's mm-hmm. all good. Love it. Totally agree with. You. Um, what a. So so you you said uh, originally that uh, 
you were excited when you saw Neil Marshall's name. Um, he's actually a very he, so he's for me for me for me he's he's mm. hitting this like when he yeah, hits sure. in horror he really hits but he's got his duds mm. too um like um uh, like dog soldiers the first time i saw dog soldiers i saw i saw i saw um um the descent uh on a laptop on a shitty laptop you know uh bad mm. copy but but dog soldiers i saw in, in the cinemas just because i saw it was a werewolf film and i was like oh this looks pretty cool mm. And then it just blew me away too, because it was it was just like one of those things where it's just not exactly what you expect at all. Yeah, um, it, it was scary. Kind of it was signature. funny. It was that's kind of his signature, right? So yeah, and so so when I made the connection that he also did the descent, I was like, "Fuck, I love this guy." And then like mm. I followed his career for a long time, all the way up to Game of Thrones, and you know, um, mm. and then you know the, the Hellboy, the failed Hellboy, which I really did not enjoy. <laughs> oh um, no. Oh, but uh, no. but but yeah, like what what's your what's your outlook on his career? Um, uh, well, yeah, I haven't liked his recent stuff. Uh, but mm. I, you can always rely on him. To, like um, I think the flaw with the Hellboy thing is that he got caught up in making a big VFX spectacle when mm-hmm. that's really oh. not what he does. Like what he does is, I think what he's really good at is like like being given very few resources and then making yeah, something yeah, work around it. it. Yeah. yeah, or uh, yeah, I feel like he actually works better when his budgets are lower. Like even mm-hmm. stuff like Doomsday is terribly, terribly entertaining. It is. <laughs> because, because uh, yeah, um, yeah, no, uh, maybe working on Game of Thrones was bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even though yeah. his episodes are good, even though his episodes yeah, are yeah, yeah, yeah. genuinely good. good episodes. Yeah. He also did stuff pala for sorry, I'm reading off his Wikipedia. It is stuff for Hannibal, Westworld, yep. so, and Constantine. Yep. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he delivers. Yeah. He's a good yeah. director. He really yeah. does. And he's his next pro. movie is going to be another, I think, Back to Basics Horror, I think, from what I've been reading. Yeah. This is the record. Yeah, this is the reckoning. Mm-hmm. So is the reckoning, Chris? I think so, yeah. About the oh, girl. Yeah. I'm looking at it. Oh, yeah, it's, I'm looking at it also. All right, cool. So uh, I suggest, I highly suggest if you guys enjoy this film, definitely check out his earlier mm. works, especially Dog Soldiers. Uh, that's another yeah, film I'm, that yeah. I really hope someone chooses. Yeah, on, so that uh, we have an excuse my, on, to so, watch the bum again. Exactly. It's it's on it's on my list now. It's on my list. It's on my. It's what they want to see. <laughs> so so how about you guys, uh, Miguel and Aaron? What what uh what, what did you think about uh about uh like how. Because we we we've we've kind of delved into how like the story was really different. Like it's not it went yeah. in so many different ways. Daming exactly. That's another thing that I texted. I was like, what the fuck? Ang daming dito. My cheating, <laughs> my monsters, <laughs> my bone snapping. You know, like just so much happening. But it happens in a very orderly way, the right? In, yes. in, a, in a very yeah yeah. It's just overwhelming in general. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so as a girl, just picturing myself in that situation, I'm like, "Don't you know, man, dude? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, I did yeah. see yeah. myself in a bunch of the girls, though. It was very mm-hmm. interesting for me to see um, a barcada of mm-hmm. girls go through stuff like that because you know, barcadas yeah. do have drama similar to yeah. that, and. But I, I just felt bad that they didn't pull through. You know, it's always a, yeah. it's always yeah. a good feeling if the friends yeah. pull through. But no, yeah. still good, still was good. Was there was their relationship believable? Yeah, the friends. Yeah, yeah, super believable. I I really felt that they were longtime friends. because the way mm. they were joking each other, pa, right? In yeah, the beginning, that's what I thought. The big be- with the pajamas, were, with the pajamas, and, it was really well done. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that scene in the cabin is one of the most economical pieces of storytelling I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, they went through so many like story beats or like character beats yeah. in, in that whole scene. Yeah. Like describing yeah. I was gonna who's, say. who's in med school, who's uh, you know, who's yeah. the Holly is is the hothead, you know. What I mean? Yeah. Galing. It's a galing they established yeah. so much stuff. Yeah. Galing yung word na economical. I'll be honest, like, except for Juno, who's Asian, obviously, uh, all the white girls slightly confused me. But they had very, especially when they were all covered up in dirt and blood na later on. But they were very, in the beginning, parang very distinct yung personalities, which mm-hmm. I credit to a very good economical uh, way of writing about them. And then, uh, parang ganda nga nung setup, like, there's three close friends and then there are two, there are three, two or three other women na bago and the dynamic changes a little. You know, that's very that, that's very believable in any relationships, especially, I guess, among women. And then, uh, what did I like about the movie? So I'm going to go into why I like the movie. Yes, uh, so it starts off as this, like, adventure thing. Like, you know, there's drama because in the, they, they present uh, tragic happening in the beginning. But it becomes this whole... But so aside from this, what eventually becomes a monster movie, it's also this emotional thing. Like... Uh, uh, so many ha- things happen, and and parang it's not just a journey of survival. It's also a journey. It's also an emotional journey for a lot of the characters. And then, inga favorite ko rin yung movies that totally take away your hope. Parang I always find myself relating to those movies. Like I always find myself like, what would I have done if I was in this movie? Like if I was this character, would I, like would I have fought on? Or I'm just like, fucking eat me, guys. Like, I'm dead now. Parang, just kill me. Parang, parang, it's always like, so it's a great, even for me, it was, uh, I enjoyed that journey, that short journey in watching this movie. Lang. So, so did it live up to um, my uh, overhype? Uh, you didn't hype it, naman, but uh, you got me interested and parang, I appreciated, like, cre- like, feel like parang, I appreciated how good a movie this was and it made me interested in the director. So I'm looking up uh, Dog Soldiers and I'm actually even looking up his other period piece, Young Centurion. I have a I have a soft spot for like these kind of movies. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Oh, all right, all right, all right. So I'm, a, I'm a keep it. I, yeah. I get the new reaction. The, the yeah, two talking so heads like eh. Chris and Phil started like bobbing, not yeah, bobbing their heads time. in the same yeah. direction. Yeah. I, I, I get it, guys. I get it. I'm not gonna keep my hopes up, but I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah one of my favorite parts uh, of, of of last year was watching a. Uh, Quark go on kind of a, a horror, horror discovery trip. And so he would watch a horror movie <laughs> and, then, and then he'd post about it on on uh, on Letterboxd and, and uh, on, on his uh, Instagram stories. And the second he did the descent, he was like blown away. And I was like, holy crap, you saw the descent? And he was like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to, I think I'm going to watch it. And then I was like, just, 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 just ignore the sequel. Uh, it never existed. <laughs> um, but to be honest, I mean, like if you have, I mean, it's not like, it's not it's a just bad kind of, movie. It just it's, kind of takes away from the, yeah. the emotional punch no, of, okay, okay. of the first one. Boo! No. <laughs> Why do that? Why do that? Was yeah, it, but it, if you want to see Juno again. Was it, was it still… Uh, he just produced The Scent 2. Yeah, he, yeah, just, he, he didn't, didn't direct it. it. Yeah. Yeah, all right, got it. There lies okay. the mistake. I'm good um, so so yeah so the the, the we'll we'll, I, we'll we'll wrap up with the with the movie later on but uh, all right maybe um, uh, our our usual segue from uh, from uh, fictional horror to real life horror 
Uh, Phil, how has your uh, <laughs> pandemic, pandemic life been going? Uh, yeah. I am now a scholar of Japanese cinema. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, what have you been watching? I have watched yeah. every... I don't know if you've been following me on Twitter. Sometimes I've been posting little clips of like yeah. obscure yes. Japanese films. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I went through I went through the Kurosawas. I went through Masaki Kobayashi. I went through uh, <laughs> I went through a lot of Ozu. I went through. Uh, but like lately, I've been getting into like these uh, these directors who did a lot of samurai films that uh, sure. mm-hmm. that like uh, weren't that aren't Kurosawa or Kobayashi. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, people mm-hmm. like Hideo Gosha, Kenji Misumi. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mm-hmm. they mo- they a lot of they made films that were kind of like not as highly regarded, not like uh, mm-hmm. not not at the level of the masters, but like they sure. made these really crazy, entertaining little uh, samurai films. Uh, yeah, that's mostly what I've been doing mm-hmm. because uh, what else can we do? I might as well. <laughs> I might as well, well you can learn start a the cinema of another. <laughs> Apparently, everyone's doing it. Yeah, and, I'm, yeah. Yeah, well, Quark's been a- Quark's actually been asking me, but uh, I I want it to be good, right? Sure, very valid. It will be, yeah, <laughs> very valid. If you were to start a podcast, what would it be like? Would you concentrate on? Would it be Would it be basically your letterbox? Yeah, in audio I mean, form. That's I, I think I just I think there's already enough like film review podcasts out there, uh, even and there aren't enough films opening right now to sure. even really yeah. talk about it in a way that's like specific. Like there aren't a lot of Filipino films being made. So mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. why my voice is so important to add to like the conversation about promising young woman, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. I did I did pitch something to Quark. I don't know if he's he he wants to do it, but I did pitch something. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it's the podcast would be me interviewing uh interviewing filmmakers uh, basically as I mm. create like this director's commentary for a film that's on streaming. Oh, I mm. love it. Yeah. So that, oh, there. That sounds awesome. It does sound awesome. Okay, Del- I, I have hope a that question. <laughs> What's <Go> Letterbox? <laughs> oh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, another platform. Where it's like Goodreads, Phil, and it's yeah. Goodreads for movies. Yeah, it's ah, Goodreads okay. yeah. for movies. Yes, yes, It's very nice. Very nice. That's um, all. If you guys are interested, add me. I have uh, my list of of my favorite horror films every year, starting two thousand and three. I think <laughs> when, so when we all very, got into very, it, like it's a very extensive yeah. list. When we all got into it, like over a year ago, para or late two parang Then like after like a month or two, like oh, you know, like I don't wanna. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I lost interest in like typing up something about a movie I just saw. Yeah. But I, I literally just do a list. I just do a yeah, yeah, like yeah. a top ten, top twelve list every single year, and it's nothing but horror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I'm kind of niche. <laughs> I am a niche. <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy uh, finding uh, recommendations from from. Is it as good as building a community and, online? Not so much, no. no. Not, not so good, no. People don't call, like, no, because that's like one of the powers of like a platform. Like, if it's able to build a But a letterbox is like, uh, there's like a follow, but you have the ability to follow people also mm-hmm. and comment. But I don't know if it works as much as like there's a no, Facebook There's post. no messaging. There's no messaging. So, yeah. oh, I, how about comments? Ah, there's no messaging. Yeah, there's no yeah. messaging. And comments are very limited as well. Uh, oh, really? Limited? Like, how? Like, they limit there are, you? I mean, they're like, there aren't. There aren't ways to tag it's people not in comments, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah, threaded. Right. It's not. Yeah, I get it. Sure, 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 sure. 
So aside from Japanese films, uh, Phil, uh, any other great horror films you've seen over the pandemic? Uh, let me think. Uh, wait, I, I'm trying to remember the film. I'm trying to remember the name of the film. There was something. Describe it. Have you guys seen Relic? No. Ah, I love Relic so much. Yeah, Relic kind of rules. Oh, uh, so good. Okay. It's, I think it's my second oh. favorite horror film this year. Last year. Oh, this year. Oh, no, or, Last on, year. oh no, Aaron, we have to, are we gonna watch Relic? I know. I don't know. Why why what was the first one, Chris? Last I think year? his his house, I think, is my favorite. Oh. oh I haven't I didn't actually get to see that. But yeah. I think uh, yeah. This house, I, have, Relic. I have I have uh oh have you seen Freaky? Oh, it's so fun. It's so fun. Freaky, Freaky is fun. so fun. Uh, it's Vince Vaughn, it. Miguel. You'd love it. Uh, it's it's uh, all right. It's basically Freaky it's, Friday, but like a teenage girl swaps bodies with a serial killer. Oh wow! Oh, I see it's so fun. Yeah. It's so. Fun. Is, it, is it is it slightly funny? Is it a bit yes, funny also? No, no. It's it's yeah. a horror oh, okay, comedy. Oh, right. Possessor. Possessor. oh no, Rules. Aaron! This is so uh, your Possessor. thing. I'm telling you, this is so your thing. You know me. I keep I you keep hearing me. about Possessor. Is that a thing I should be Possessor, on? Possessor. Well, it's it's uh, it's awesome. It's like it's beautiful, like even visually beautiful, Miguel. But uh, oh. I mean, it's it's it's, it's great. One of those I'll watch it on mute. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll either like it or you'll you'll, you'll hate it. I think it's, I think it's a divisive one of those divisive. Movies. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I I love that shit. I'll go into that. But yeah, I haven't been but watching freaky. too many new okay. movies. I think. I've, I've, I think I've watched more old Japanese horror movies. Than, uh, mm. I rewatched Haosu in, in, uh, last year. No, Nobuhiko Obayashi's Haosu. I don't know if it's, you've seen that. I, I haven't seen that. No. Oh, you need to see it. Uh, what is a Japanese horror we had to watch and we talked about also? Uh, uh, Noroi. The Curse. Noroi. Noroi. Yeah. Have you the, seen the, that film? favorite film, yeah. It's good. Uh, no, it. Oh my God. Not so. Yeah. Not a great <laughs> experience. So. <laughs> not like, you know, it's good, but not. Uh, it's so scary. Mm-hmm. House, I hate it. Yeah, house, 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 house in English. Uh, Nobuhiko Obayashi is like a surrealist filmmaker who uh-huh. made a bunch My of Japanese God. commercials. And uh, was it Nikatsu? It might have been Nikatsu who asked him to make a horror film, and he was like, "Okay, but I'm gonna do it my way." Okay, <laughs> and uh, he did it his way. Mm. Uh, yeah, seminal, seminal uh, Japanese. Horror question mark film. Oh. Nice. I'll, yeah. I'll definitely check it out. Is there a reason why you, you were you got into this Japanese kick? Uh it was it was just I had a bunch of I had a bunch of files lying around. So I was mm, like, true. oh, I was meaning to catch up on this. And when, once I got through the Kurosawas and the Kobayashis, I was like, okay, what else? Sure, uh, sure, 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 sure. And yeah, yeah, I just wanted I don't know. Uh I just wanted to Lay out a foundation for mm. what is going to be my dissertation on, uh, I don't know, samurai cinema or something. Mm. It's gonna. Oh, yeah! Holy crap! That sounds incredible. Yeah, cannot wait to read that. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, I watched a lot of bad samurai films too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it it comes with the territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the latest yeah. Takashi Miike samurai film? The latest. Uh, he did. He did thirteen assassins. They did one right after, which was apparently he, he did a really, remake of Harry Kiri. Death of Samurai. Oh, did he? Oh, it yeah. was supposed to be like incredibly violent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I. Oh, he did that also. That anime adaptation that uh, Blade of the Immortal. I think. Mm. Yes, I saw that. That was fun. that. That's the violence. That that, that's on Netflix, right? Yeah, that's on Netflix. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Awesome. Is there anything else uh, you you you're you're headed towards aside from your dissertation, your podcast? Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, there's stuff I'm working on, all sorts of stuff, but like uh, I, oh. I I can't really talk about it. 
Sure. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yes. We'll sign the NBA. Tell us about it. Just <laughs> <laughs> sorry, let's <laughs> now. <laughs> Love it. Uh, man, I'm I again, uh, I guess we're going to be kind of wrapping up soon, but yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm so happy that uh that we finally got to discuss the descent because this is you know, you know, with when Phil. we started this, with Phil, yeah. 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 When we started this, this is really one of the first things I really wanted to talk about. I was like so worried that no one would ever yeah. choose it. Because I was like, people yeah. are just gonna go for the new movies or or like the classics, you know. Surprisingly, people yeah. haven't been going for the classics. But yeah, so I'm I was waiting so for somebody to no recommend the thing. Choose. I wanna watch the thing already. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. force someone along. Do you no, like if the it thing? hasn't happened in like twenty years, <laughs> in like twenty more episodes, we're gonna ask Filbert back to, to do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then Phil, Phil, just come on the thing. Okay, <laughs> you know what? I'll watch it. I'll just watch it anyway. I'll just watch yeah, it. Yeah, just watch it. Just yeah, not the remake. Yeah. Not the remake. No, no. Not the remake. Mm. Okay. John Carpenter's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so yeah, so how about how about a quick wrap up, guys? Yeah. Uh, all right. First of all, let's uh, let's uh, let's do a lightning round of uh, your last words on on uh, on <laughs> the descent. Uh, I'll I'll kick it off. Um, yes, one of my absolute favorite horror films got me back into the genre after a, a brief hiatus. I'm so happy that I saw it. I'm so happy the film chose it because I really love it, and uh, I'm I, I'm so happy I got it, it that. This this podcast exists, so I got uh, both Aaron and Miguel to watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so so super super cool. I love the movie. I, I recommend it to everyone. Uh, and if you enjoy it, mm. you should check out uh, Neil Marshall's uh, earlier works. So on my end, um, I like the movie because even though you guys thought it was a bleak ending, the <laughs> my takeaway was this chick is a survivor. I am inspired. Mm. If I get thrown a bunch of bad shit my way. I'm just going to keep thinking of Sarah. Dude, Sarah's alive. Sarah, Sarah lost mm. her family. Sarah mm-hmm. was attacked. Her best friend had her husband cheat on her. But look, she's mm. alive. She's alive. Mm. So Now that's a yeah. final girl. That's a final girl. Talaga. Yeah. Talaga. So I love it. Yeah. Go Sarah. Team Sarah. <laughs> On my end, uh, I super enjoyed this movie. Uh, on many levels. It's a good monster movie that if you didn't re- read the Wikipedia entry would have caught you by surprise. Uh, it's also a very, it's really a great character study, not just in the, uh, about these individual women, but also as how they relate to each other, which since I Wikipedia did not, I found this aspect more, in, I found this aspect more interesting. And so I enjoyed it a lot. I'm glad I saw it. Cool. Yeah. Phil, any last words? Yeah. The descent is, um, I think, I think uh, we have to just go into how people think, people try to qualify things as like, oh, this is a good mm-hmm. horror movie. I think the reason The Descent is so great is because it's just a good movie. Take away mm-hmm. the creepy crawly monsters, it's still a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like <laughs> the relationship dynamics of it work, the, the fundamentals <laughs> of it work, the, the, technically mm-hmm. it's beautiful, the sets are great. It's just a good movie that just happens to scare you. And uh, yeah. yeah. Just you know, uh, just watch good movies. It's it's a good thing. <laughs> That's gonna be Phil's uh, new tagline for his podcast. Yeah, watch new good, uh, watch, watch good it. movies. Is there any merit to watching bad movies? Meron din eh, I would think. I mean, I mean sure. Know the difference. Yeah. Though. I mean, yeah. there are there are yeah. bad movies worth watching. 
I have just yeah. spent an entire career watching bad <laughs> movies that aren't worth watching. So I actually you read your value, review. I love it. I, I, I watched your rev- I read your review on the one of ano of of Jake Cuenca. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I love contradiction. that review. Yeah. Oh, I love that review oh, so that much. Fantastic review. Yeah. Let's yeah. never forget the okay. time that uh, a filmmaker once challenged Phil to a fist fight over a view. Fist fight? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, was, that was good times. That was good times. Mm-hmm. He threatened. I mean, he yeah. said he had a sword. So I don't yeah. know. Ooh, samurai. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Full circle. Samurai pala siya. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thanks so much, Phil. Yeah, no uh, problem. Yeah, thank you, thank you again for coming thank on. You. Phil, is there yeah. anything you want you want to you want to plug? Is there anything? Uh, that... No, I mean, uh, I, I there's nothing that I can plug right now. I, I do I work with Maui on Phil on Films, but we haven't been doing it because you know there are no films to yeah. be on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Philbert D, and I'm on Letterboxd. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me. Uh, yeah, uh, Aaron, Letterboxd is it. now. Yeah, Letterboxd. Letterbox is now my platform. It is where I am read most. Mm. Yeah. So there. Oh. Thanks so much, Phil. No problem. Dude, thank you so much for coming on. Oh. Yeah. I had fun. Oh, as Yay! you can see. This is uh-huh. rolling this is in the peak. grass again. <laughs> peak peak <laughs> of Phil's 2021. Yeah. Nothing will Yay! top it tonight. <laughs> I know it's all it's, it's only it's all down, but nothing's gonna top it. Yeah, it's it's all downhill for Phil from here. Here on out. Uh, only, only a vaccine will top it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but you guys believe in vaccines, Chris? Whoa! It's a horror, horror movie. Uh, oh shit! There's the twist. There's the twist. Oh shit! Guys, guys, keep recording after Phil leaves. <laughs> Let's talk about this. <laughs> all okay. right. Thank you, everyone. All right. Good seeing you, so you all, much, guys. Phil. See ya. Take care. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Brought to you by Big Baby Studio.